She believed he could present to you the Hey Girl, Mind Your Mindset series. We're not only believing in God as Father to guide our steps as we walk by faith, but we are trusting our process with every step that we are called to take as his daughters. Let's talk about six steps towards an intentional mindset. First, we have identify, then surrender, then let's decide, then speak, you believe, and affirm. Thank you for listening to the show. Yes. Oh, man. Now you hit something for me because I remember I too was that girl. I was like, she's going she gonna to listen to this sermon. I'm going to listen to this sermon. I'm going to play my worship song. I'm going to be so fulfilled with the Lord. But then when my mind started to get the best of me, I didn't have anything to combat it with because I, then at that time I was trying to remember what they said. Or what scripture that they, what they gave me. And I'm like, I remember she said it was something about something and it was all Ebonics. It was more so like, I remember what she said and how she said it, but I didn't have the the root of the message. I didn't have, I didn't go read it for myself. I just held on to their word. And so again, when you are combating the voices in your head that is telling you, you, you're not good enough. Um, why are you even thinking about doing that? That's going to take too long. You don't have enough time to do that. All the things that the enemy tries to keep you at stuck in your head, that is where you get in your word. It comes in and it uplifts into places that God withhold you. So when you are feeling low or if you're feeling mentally drained from your day, getting before God is not only just reading your word is something that's crucial, but also just allowing your yourself to get in that place of stillness, just allowing yourself to be intentional with your time that no matter what my day looks like, I'm going to set this time up to a side and I'm going to give before God and I'm just going to let him have his way. And I think with me, that became with me reading my Bible, me getting in my word and wanting to know the word for myself, because when I realized that when I go out into this world, when I am declaring the, the the gospel and I am declaring the goodness of God, the enemy is waiting right there for me with the attacks that if you don't have the foundation of what God is saying to you and through you, you're you're not gonna you're not gonna win. It's like God, he, the enemy knows that he's setting you're setting yourself up for failure. And I love that you said you confront that uncertainty every day I don't think I I was looking for you to say that but that is so true like hello every day we we just said that we're called to our cross daily so with that comes the uncertainty okay God how much far how much further do I have to go how much more Lord like how much more are you gonna put on to me that you said I can bear but if my cross is feeling so heavy right now Lord like how much more, how much further? And I think those are questions that we ask God along our journey, just in the things that he has for us. Like it looks so far out of my reach and God is saying, because it is like, I need you to know that I'm going to be the extensive reach that you need, but you have to allow me to do that. And I think we be out here trying to bend over backwards and extend ourselves in places and in positions that we aren't supposed to be doing that. And then we find ourselves broken in the end and we feel so short and so small in the places that we thought God had for us. Because God was like, I had that for you, but not in the capacity that you were trying to reach for it. 
Like I just, you know what I'm saying? I just needed you to go to that place and allow me to lead you into what I had. You just took off. Like you were a kid in a toy store. I absolutely had to, you know, a part of that silencing the noise is because Mm -hmm. I just had the most going on. And I was just like, but feeling not impactful and not productive in what God wanted me to do. Like on the outside, people would be like, oh, you're doing this, this. But I knew that Mm -hmm. I was not hitting the mark. Like I knew that because I was just all over. And one of the things that, you know, that he reminded me of and is, is that sometimes he will nudge me. He will nudge me to do certain things. Right. And I'll just do it without consultation like without calling, without talking to him about it, mm-hmm. without like, I'll get the nudge. I'm like, all right, I know he's leading me to do this. I don't really want to do it. You know, that's how I know that he's leading me to do it. <laughs> and then I'll step out and I'll do it, but I will not have talked to him. Mm-mm. I'll just like, okay, so now I need to do this, 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 and this, mm-hmm. and I'll be doing all these things. And then allowing all the outside influences to add on to my plate. Because now, because I don't have any clear vision, because Mm -hmm. I haven't really spoken to him about what it is that he wants me to do. Now I'm trying to do everything. And so it's one thing for God to nudge you and to move you in a direction. And then for you to say, Lord, what is your will for me in this? What is your will for me? What do you want me to do? What is your vision? And then God gives you the vision. And then you go and you start executing it and you find people to help you execute that vision. Yeah. It's something different for God to nudge you. You don't consult him. You start creating your own vision. Mm -hmm. And then people, because you're not really sure, people are like, oh, you should do this. And you're like, okay, I'll do this. Mm -hmm. And then people are like, oh, what about this? You know, if you're going to do that, you really should be, oh, okay. So now you're over here doing this. And then, then you're trying, instead of you finding help you execute the vision, you're taking on bits and pieces of everybody else's stuff and now creating this thing that God never told you to do. Mm -hmm. And that was my thing. Cause I never was one who was like, oh, I'm just going to do this. God was leading me, but I was never really diving into or spending time to find out what he, what his plan was for it. And as I began to study more and spend time with him more, I began to see that God has been very clear. He was clear with Moses. He was clear with Mary. He was clear with Jonah. (laughs) He was clear with David. (laughs) Like he's very clear. Like we don't know what the vision is because we're not asking him, you know, we're, we have created our own thing. And I'm just determined again, like you said, make a choice. I've just made a choice that I don't want to be running around here doing all the things because I've done that. And the only thing I have to do, I mean, what ends up happening is I have to come back anyway to to what he told me to do to begin with. And so for me, I just I want to just I want to just see what his vision is, because I trust that his plan and his vision is what is best for me. Yeah. Um, And then one more thing I'll add that at the end of last year, um, there were two scriptures that really um, stuck with me. And it was, um, I think Philippians one verse six, 
And it says, um, I am convinced of this, that he who began a good work in me will be faithful to complete it. And so that was one of my scriptures that helped me move out in courage. And then the other one is Psalms 27, 13. And that one too said, um, I am confident that I will see the goodness of the Lord in the land of the living. And I did not want to be a person who lived on this earth, walked on this earth and did not experience the full goodness of the Lord while I was here. Yeah. And so I just knew it was some shifts that I had to make in order um, in order to to do that, to live the life that in his word, he says that we can. Yeah. You know? And I love that you talked about clarity and vision. I, I promise you, I was just watching one of your Instagram videos where you were in your car and you was talking about vision and how we we take something that God has shown us. Instead of running to the hills where our help comes from, we run to the bank. We run to the to the person that makes the logos. We run to the person who got the shirts. We run to all of the tangible things because we believe that that's what we're going to hold on to because God showed us this. Right. So this is what this is what has to happen. But one thing that we have to remember with our power of choice in that that clarity that we seek from God, that even Jesus went back when he was in the garden three times before the father. And, and when God was revealing to him that he was going to have to suffer, that his life was going to end in such a, such a way that Jesus was so uncertain about what God was telling him that he went back three times before the father to be sure of what God was revealing unto him was what his plans was. And the final thing that Jesus said was, Father, whatever your will is, I will see it to complete whatever your will is, Father. So if this is if this is what's ahead of me, if this is the path that you had me suffering, me, me being beaten, me being um, doomed, me being pinned on a cross in death and suffering for your people, then I'm just going to do that because I want your will to be done in my life. This is not about me. I'm here to glorify and fulfill the plans that you have. And even Jesus made that really clear. And, and I love that he went back three times because it showed the humanity of his flesh. Like if someone told you that this is what you were going to have to bear for this, for the goodness of the, of the people that God loves, even in all of the inhumane things that they were doing even in the in the the evil and just the darkness of where their minds were where their heart posture were they were far from God and Jesus and God just revealed this to Jesus he even went back because his flesh was fighting with that but the spirit that resided in him was so clear and was so sure that he set forth without a doubt without hesitation he knew that this is what was going to happen and so I just want to encourage anybody who is listening that your power to decide and that choice, it comes by faith. And with God, you can make the decisions that you need to make to see that thing out to completion. The, the goodness of what God is doing in Letitia's life and in my life is um, all of that is going to come to the completion of God. It's not going to stop when we say stop. It's not going to be fulfilled because we said it's fulfilled. But when however God sees fit for our lives, however he wants to um, move us in and out of the pastures, 
whether he wants to move mountains or have us climb the mountains, our will is to have the desire to go forth and continue to say yes to God in whatever capacity that looks like. So how do we even see that? We get in that place of stillness. Like Letitia said, she's silencing the noise, not necessarily probably audible, but just like shutting things down, saying no to certain things, or just not showing up in places where there is expectation now because she's shown up so much over time. And so just getting before God and saying, okay, God, you have your way, not my way. Yeah, yeah you know? I I absolutely had to... Um... I absolutely, (laughs) the Lord, you know, I had to have a conversation with God and just be like, if you want me to stop doing this Tisha Talks thing, I will stop doing it. Like, I I don't need it for my edification. And sometimes you need to say that like out loud (laughs) so that, you know, you remind yourself exactly why you're doing this. But I shut down, you know, I had a membership. I shut that down. The podcast, I shut I stopped for the summer. I just shut down a lot of things. And even like you, I like to listen to worship music. Like even when I'm, you know, it puts me in the right headspace. But even then I was like, when it came time to read my word, when it came time to journal, because I also have to write down the stuff that the Lord says, because so many things go through my mind that I could literally forget like an hour after he's brung something to me. And so I knew that it needed to be quiet. Mm -hmm. I didn't need like any distractions. I even, I had it set up to where the first things, the first thing that I actually like put my hands to do or to build was reading the word and journaling. And then everything else came after that. So if I got up at six, if I got up at nine, if I got up at 11, that was what was going to happen as far as me putting my hands to something mm-hmm. to try to build it. You know, I mean, we have kids and stuff, so, you know, they pull on you. But as far as me getting into that workspace, that work mode, that building space, say, like, hey, before I start doing anything, mm-hmm. <laughs> I have to do that. And so that was like a practical thing that I did and also social. Like I had to... You know, at one point I probably was like at a hundred percent right now, I'm probably at like 20% because there's so much influence, you know, and, and there's a lot of things that aren't necessarily bad things. Um, they're good things to be doing or to be viewing or to be listening to. But the question is, are they God things? Are they the things that God has called you to do? And is, is it, is it, building or edifying the kingdom that he's placed inside of you to produce. Come on. And so I had to like shut that down because that was distracting. It was preventing me from hearing him because I'm seeing all these other things. And so practically speaking, I really did have to shut it down. And I've learned that you have to guard that and you have to protect that part because that that is really the driving force of life. It really is. Yeah. Um, and so, yeah, I just wanted to add that, like there were some practical things that mm-hmm. I actually had to do in order to get into a place where I'm connecting with the Lord. Yeah. And you said something else about um, him going through those things and 
and experiencing that pain and knowing the devastation and what was going to come, what he was going to experience. Mm -hmm. Then all of that, he still knew that his father was a good, good father, you know? And so I think that also helps us. If we are convinced of this and know this and believe this in our heart, that our God is a good, good father to us, whatever the plan is, whatever the course is, Whatever, whatever he's called us to do, it is always for our good. Yeah. And if you believe that, then you can step out and do the stuff, even when it doesn't look good and it doesn't feel good. Yeah. Oh, yes. That is so good. Um, Yeah. The agony that awaited for him. Um, I remember when I was new to my faith and I was like, if someone said that this was going to be my life two days from now, three days from now, I I just don't, I mean, obviously we don't have um, that perfect willpower to be able to discern that and still be um, obedient to that call. But it's like, just knowing that the, the, the faith that Jesus had and who his father is and was it was all of who he was, literally. Um, God put flesh on himself, sent him into the earth, and he was the hands and feet of the most high God. And so even in the midst of all the agony that awaited for him, the goodness of God still saw it to completion. So let that be your encouragement on this episode that despite what it looks like right now in this moment, despite what they say, what it sound like, what it appears to be on this day, know that on the other side of your weariness, of your doubt, of your fear, God has something good for you. God is just awaiting for you to accept that you can overcome this. It is the within your tongue that the power resides of life and death. It is in your heart a willingness to be able to confront the uncertainties and go after your courage. Like the teacher said, Leticia said, she ran after courage for this year. She wanted the declaration to be brave. And so sometimes we just have to keep speaking things in our life and over our life until we got it. Um, And so I just want to thank you so much, Leticia, for coming on here and just blessing us with your presence. As subtle as it was, I just feel so fulfilled in where God has you. I know you've been in this place of stillness, but to really interact with you, um, it really shows where um, God has you and just how he's moving in your life and how it can appear to look one thing. Oh, she has it all together. Oh, she's just amazing out here she's doing all of the things but then behind closed doors and behind um the walls of your sanity is you surrendering yourself you getting back before the father you getting to that place of stillness because you know that without him all of this is for nothing and you know that without his his spirit residing in you and and without the faith to keep making the decisions to chase after what he has, it would all be for nothing without 
that the loving and, and the yes from God. And so I thank you so much for your time. You have blessed us so much. I will put her information in the show notes, guys. If y'all want to check her out, like she says, she does so much. She 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 wears many hats and she does all of the things, but she's a wife, she's a mom, she's a business babe. She does so much. Um, like she said, she's preparing for a marriage conference with her husband and several other married people that just, man, I know it's going to be so good. So <laughs> thank you so much, Leticia, for this time that you set aside during your, I'm going to call it a sabbatical, during your sabbatical. <laughs> <laughs> thank you so much you're for just me with this time. You were talking about if you're going through a tough time to feel encouraged and to also know, you know, I was meditating on that scripture. Um, he is a lamp unto our feet and a light unto our path. Mm-hmm. And of course, I've heard the scripture before, but what God was showing me about that was like the lamp unto your feet is showing you where you should place your feet, where you should be. And like, He is a lamp. His word is a lamp unto your feet. It tells you where you should be positioned and what space you should be in. And and then a light unto my path, then he directs you when you're there. And so it goes back to what we were saying about allowing him to speak to you about what his vision is, because he'll tell you where to plant your feet. And he will light the path for you when you're there. And I think what happens a lot of times is our feet are planted in the wrong spaces. Mm -hmm. And then we're trying to figure out like where we're supposed to go. We have no light because we're not supposed to be there. And so I just want to encourage the person who is feeling that way. Spend that time with God. Dive into your word. He, He will tell you where you should be, where you should be. Um, and and like on a daily basis, on a daily basis. So Kiana, thank you so much. You are um, very welcome. Thank you, of course. So there you have it, guys. This is Letitia Gray with Encourage Her. She is the founder. You can catch her on Clubhouse. You can catch her on all of the things, which will be in the show notes. So until next time, girlfriend, holla. Holla.